Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 28th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I wish I could say I was doing well, but it's been a tough morning. I've been uh, I've been fighting fighting a stomach bug. And uh, did you get ribs yeah. in Scotland again? Is that what happened here? You, you, I don't know. Last don't know time I saw you like on. this, yeah, in July. I'm, I'm uh, I might be shooting blanks today. I uh, it's been a terrible morning. And, uh, but you know, this, this year review doesn't do itself. So I got myself up off the mat and we're recording. All right. Yeah. I am, uh, dire straits myself. My kids are home for school for the, for the sixth straight day. It feels like they haven't had a full five day week in the entire (laughs) month of November and it's going to end that way. This one was not planned. However, because, well, a plane, I just don't want to offend anyone. The people involved in this were fine. They're fine. So just they are they were well, they're they're probably not fine, but they're they're alive and well. A little prop plane ran into a power lines and power station and wiped out power for like a hundred thousand people in the county. And the schools decided to close on Monday uh, on Sunday night at like eleven thirty, they closed the schools. I woke up at like six, said schools closed today. Actually they didn't email us till seven because my oh, wow. I they go to That's Catholic nice. school. They go I to Catholic. How many people showed up? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I go to Catholic school. Kids do, and they just usually follow the county. And you know, they said, you know, we follow the county for snow. To, for snow, it, well, this isn't a snow thing. We got some guy who thinks he's Top Gun, flying his little prop plane, <laughs> and just stuck. He's dangling in these power lines in Maryland, and then we have no school on the back end of a five day holiday. These kids have been home forever. I wake up at 7 a.m. on Monday because some guy is stuck up in some power lines on his plane acting like an idiot. We didn't lose power, but people who did lose power, the power's back on at midnight, yet there's still no school. So you're stick. I'm running around with rugrats for the sixth straight day in a row because some guy's, you know, doing loop-de-loops. <laughs> and that's why they have no school. It's the most inexplicable, inexplicable snow-slash-fake day off that I could have ever conjured up. And I can't believe it's happened now yet again after eight days in a row off or whatever that's been. So while we're we're here, while you don't want to offend anybody, I have to, I have to ask, did you see the video from down under? the Yeah. (laughs) I woke up to that as an Aussie friend of ours that sent that through. I woke up to no school today and a bunch of texts from an Aussie friend about this guy losing his mind in the club. <laughs> I can't understand half of it. If you gotta go to Twitter, look for Australia Melbourne Club Champion Melbourne Area Club Championship fight. What's where they they're just shouting at expletives? I, I know uh, you know. I just I, it's an amazing video. But that's what I woke up to on this Monday. I felt like that guy shouting the f bomb ten times over. Uh, I was watching yeah. that. I like honestly felt like death, and I was having trouble because. 
my laughter was was causing other problems for myself. <laughs> the stomach bug and belly that laughs. Video like three yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> that's like an SGS golf advice segment. You know, that's what you get some of these nut jobs out there on the golf course. Threaten me with violence violence and then he chunks it at the end <laughs> it's very good um all right so here's the breakdown this is the club championships <laughs> i lost you there for a second but um so I this is yelled, um, this is the club championships from the video <laughs> so here's how we're gonna do this year review although by the way this episode is brought to you by the pro shop last day fried egg pro shop we're gonna sneak one maybe more in we'll there. extend it to tuesday just for these people because we didn't get we got off to a late start here okay you have that kind of power you can just flip the button cyber monday becomes cyber tuesday and in, in the Eggman. cyber world. monday senior <laughs> you're drunk on power you can just think you're just making <laughs> cyber you, you have no you no know, no concept of days bad. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So 20% off at checkout. We have a bunch of good stuff. Really good stuff. A lot of great hats. Um, Tons of hats. If you need hats, we've got a lot of them. A lot winner. of varieties. There's a corduroy rope hat that I think is money. I posted it to my Instagram account. And my... Well, your personal Instagram. My, my friend's yeah. wife, who's in Influencer. interior design, has incredible taste. She's like... Like... And everybody's hiring for it. She like... Like responded, doesn't respond to anything. High bar popped after those corduroy rope pads. She's like, "Wow, love, love, love." So hey, there you go. A lot of taste and class. There's some stuff in there. If if you want to go to the pro shop at the fried egg, twenty percent off, automatically applied it. Thefriedegg.com. All right, I didn't, whatever you can Google it, figure it out. Google that. Google the Australian Club Championship video. But twenty percent off, automatically applied at discount on everything, prints included, which is a great gift idea. Um, all right, here's what we're going to do. Year in review. I think this is the fifth edition. You guys are used to it by now. Uh, pretty anticipated episodes. Pretty people seem to enjoy these. Uh, we split up the season schedule, PJ tour events. Of course, we add other sort of bits of intrigue and amusement around those weeks. You research one. I don't know. I don't research anything. You come at me cold. Um, I try to remember you give me odds and amusements, odds and ends. And then we go vice versa all through the PGA Tour schedule. We end at the Tour Championship. No President's Cup, no live Boston, Chicago, all that. We're going to start Kapalua through the Tour Championship. Um, and the point of this is not to say, you know, Tiger Woods shot a 71 around two of whatever event. It's to say Kelly Craft hit a bird, the ball ricocheted out of bounds, and he missed the cut because of it. And that was, I think, the first year in review, first episode. We found that one on Heritage. Uh, and that's kind of what we go for here. Uh, we think it'll be f- six parts. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's seven. Maybe six parts over the next few weeks. Maybe it's eight. Maybe They're not going to be consecutive, I doubt, with Tiger playing so much. You know, we're going to do a, hero, a normal episode around the hero, stuff like that. But this will be part one. We're going to go Kapalua through the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. All right. Good? Is that enough Good. background? You're up first. You're up first. You got the, the- Kapalua Tournament of Mostly Champions. Century Tournament of Mostly yeah, Champions. Yeah, this was the first year that they decided to extend it to non-champions. No, second year. Because the year before they had the pandemic, they fell back on. They used that as a crutch because you had Harris English win it as a non-champion, winning the Tournament of Champions. So second and year, this, I believe. This is this, how history gets rewritten. 
just a little pandemic intervening to overturn Kapalua, the the way you know they run that event. All right, we'll start off with this is kind of end of 2021, but bleeds into 2022. Is a Phil Mickelson tweet that was erroneous, but still a tweet back when he was tweeting, nonetheless. Um, is he back to tweeting? I don't He's know. Not tweeting. I don't know. Okay. It's been an eventful year for Phil, as well. I'm sure we'll cover many times in this series. Quote, I'd like to thank all the crazies and real supporters too for da 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 da. I don't know why he went so many ellipses. Helping many, you win the pit. How many dots? It's gotta be looks like fifteen. I don't know, maybe fifteen or eighteen. For helping me win the pip to get the second half of the money. I have to add an event I haven't played in a while. See you in Kapalua. A lot of beach emojis and things like that. P.S. I'll try to find another hot controversial topic soon. And boy, did he ever do that in the coming months. Uh, So this turned out to be wrong. Reporting around it, some people reported that it was in fact true. Turned out not to be right. Not for a while. Who knows if it was right at the moment and wrong later. Yeah. After it, some other comments. It the, took a the while. The post might have gotten moved. Who knows? It did take a while to be proven wrong, right? I haven't even gotten to that yet in my research. So I don't know if it was like mid-February until they confirmed that Tiger won the pip. I didn't come across it. But it did take a while until they confirmed that, oh, Phil jumped the gun with this tweet. But that's why he was at Kapalua. Uh, and he had an eventful week there, which we'll get into. A couple other things this week. Odds and ends. Baby Shark was out tweeting about NFTs and how he's going to buy a golf course. Just thought I'd add that in for his eventful year. We personally got deep into the polecat. I don't know why, but we oh, talked at length. because I was at talking at a turf conference oh. right next to the polecat. We talked about that and the best hemisphere to live in. That was a frequent discussion. I said, I think I'm good with my hemisphere. When it comes to hemispheres, I'm good. I like the one I'm in. So we talked about that. At I length. think I'm still in on the Southern Hemisphere, but now that I live somewhere with, with fake, fake all winter. fake seasons, I don't really care. You know, the hemispheres become irrelevant. The whole the, point of it was like, wouldn't you rather have nice weather when you're spending all this time with your family? Uh maybe. Yeah, I guess. I don't like, know. Like when on Thanksgiving, wouldn't you like to go outside and? Yeah, I play you know? golf on Thanksgiving or watch my kids play golf. But you're right. I like the whole tradition of being inside by the fire. Like I said, I think as far as my hemispheres go, I'm good. I, I kind of like my hemisphere right now. Um, the catnip call of the week was born. And it's centered around Eric Van Royen's mustache. And people <laughs> delivered on that. There was a lot of mustache content about he shampoos it and grooms it and this, that, and the other. Uh, you had your little bit about most obscure... <laughs> Most obscure player in the field at TOC 30 years from now? Or did Seamus I do that? Power. Yeah, this was your year-long was- battle against Seamus Power. Year-long <laughs> hate campaign, a smear campaign on Seamus Power. Started with this one. I don't remember who I said for that. Um, Saudi Saudi International announced, we've added Tony Finau, Patrick Reed, Matthew Wolf, Cameron I feel like Smith. you said somebody absurd for that. Hold on. For that, uh, I'm that sure thing. it was like a you, did, was a. you said somebody, somebody that like truly wasn't irrelevant at all. I think it was probably an opposite field event guy, you know. Probably, I don't think so. I think you, I think you went with 
you know, a very established player, if I remember correctly. I don't think that's right. I think I went with like an opposite field guy. So uh, I would pull up the leaderboard here. I think it might have been like Tony Fina. (laughs) Was he even in it? I don't know. Trying to remember who it was. I didn't do the research on this one. That's your job, you know. I might have said Lucas Herbert, maybe. That could have been. Lucas Glover. I don't remember. I think it was it was Lucas Glover. Which you you picked a US Open winner. Yeah. Yeah. Um continue on Saudi adds Finau, Saudi International, Finau Reed Wolf, Camp Smith, Mark Leishman, and Lucas Herbert, which signaled some future defections. A lot of people are saying, oh, Wasserman, some others did a deal. Uh, this is also the announcement of TaylorMade Carbonwood, which we heard a lot about. Like this was going to be um, like a Pro V1 type revolution, like a totally different. I don't know. Maybe it was. I felt like a lot of the hype, you know, we had heard kind of off the record behind the scenes hype that this thing was a, you know, a nuclear code type thing. And uh, I don't know, a lot of marketing around it. I'm not saying it was bad. I just felt like I didn't hear that throughout the rest of the year in the way I did in December and January and February. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, they got a new one coming this year. So we'll hear all about that. (laughs) Just a couple of weeks away. I'm just saying carbon. They said this was a big deal, this carbon change. Anyways, I just, I don't think that persisted beyond, maybe I'm wrong. Um, we had this, speaking of the tournament, mostly champions, Kyle Porter tweeted, Xander Shoffley has won one PGA Tour event since 2018 and also somehow played in five straight events at Kapalua. Kind of a m- miraculous. <laughs> one event in 2018, but five straight Kapaluas, you know, via, I don't know what it was, top 30s at the top 30s at the Tour Championship. I think he got in this for his Olympic medal. We, we debated well, that. It was sad that Rory didn't get in for his Olympic medal. That's true. He should have. Uh, round one, immediately, preferred lies, tournament of champions. Round one and two. It was so soft. It hadn't rained there. there. It was soft, but like they did prefer lies. It rained lies. like three weeks ago, right? Right. Zero percent chance of rain on Thursday, <laughs> Friday. Like just the people out there like, yeah, storms kick up, but it had not rained. Preferred lies, round one and two. Um, Patrick Reed. I mean, this is I'm really sad. This annual tradition of what hat will Patrick Reed show up in? You know, the one year he did title list, even though he wasn't paid by them. This now was PXG. He had enlisted in the troops. He has like this marriage that just kind of you could see coming from a mile away. Finally happened. They finally got together. He had PXG and Patrick Reed, and people went nuts about this. And then this is from Rick Gaiman. <laughs> Not only was he wearing the hat, though, he was playing the driver. Patrick Reed lost 3.98 strokes off the tee in round one at the Century TLC. That's the worst measured driving round of his career, 968 rounds. Uh, that driver, we'll get to it at some point, did not stay in the bag, I think, past whatever. May, June, something like that. But I think uh, it was sooner than that. <laughs> I'm really going to miss golf, that. Golf Galaxy purchase, though. <laughs> I'm just going to miss what what brand of hat and is he being paid to wear it or paying somebody else to wear it at Capaloa that we've done the last few years. Um, this, uh, this might be my favorite thing of this first couple hours of research. And big ups to our man, Friedeg Pauly, who figured it out or kind of had memorialized it, not figured it out. 
ESPN Plus, of course, came on the scene. People excited about this. You got Andy North out there, bad <laughs> to the bone. But, you know, they're still figuring out the whole thing, the whole way golf works, this production. So they had, this is Paulie Tweet. Could someone please tell ESPN Plus this isn't how altitude adjustments work at all? And a graphic, <laughs> a graphic, not only mixing up altitude adjustments, but also yards slash feet. Not understanding those are different metrics. Says 198 it was down feet, right? It was yes. down feet, uh, but then it was adjusting equal one yes. to one yard. Yes. Here's the calculation on the graphic. John Rahm is 108, 90, 198 yards to the hole. He's hitting at 48 feet downhill equals he's 150 <laughs> yards to the hole. They did 198 yards minus 48 feet. So he's playing at 150. This is on TV. <laughs> This is on the PJ Tour broadcast. I, I feel like that would be like if Major League Baseball had a wind, uh, like a wind meter, and it was that said Araldis Chapman's throwing 105 into the wind, into a 20 mile hour wind. So it's actually like 85. 85. Miles an hour. Except they they also screwed up the like the measures of units of measurement too, like it's everything. 50 feet downhill, you're taking, it's now playing a 200 yard shots, playing 150? What? <laughs> that, that might be my favorite thing that I found. I'd totally forgotten about. Might be the best thing you find in the whole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, along that line of sort of new tricks and gimmicks for the broadcast, you remember Noda Begay was out there with the level in the yes. middle of the fairways, putting it down, saying, like, we're on the side of a hill. Yeah. No contact. <laughs> no contact whatsoever. Hey, this is an even. On We're on the side of a volcano in, in Hawaii. There's a level to convince you. That was great stuff. Just gimmicks and tools. Um, this was, of course, everyone. Uh, I'm sorry. Nonstop preferred lies. But while they were tweeting the zero, for, zero rain, you know, in the forecast. And then it got to the point. This is always what you want, where PGA Tour comms tweeted out for the third round that they are playing the ball as it lies. Like, that's what you want from the community, like, that we're playing golf how we're supposed to be playing. We not, we're not, we need, now need to announce that as a clarification. I um, felt like the PGA Tour comms had, like, a real moment in Q1 where they were, they almost got cheeky with their, with their preferred cheeky. lies tweet. Yes, yes. Yep. So no raid, but they finally said we are playing the ball as it lies for the third round. This was um, Ricky had an activation, even though he wasn't in the field, some sort of Puma Hawaiian deal. Uh, there was obviously crazy, crazy uproar about the scores. Everybody went low. There was no wind didn't come. It was ball in hand first two rounds. Um, and everybody started throwing these stats out. It's par 73. So Cam Smith was 34 under. He won. Rom was 33 under. Matt Jones was 32 under. And Ernie L's 2003 Century TOC was 31 under. So you had three new players set the lowest score to par 72 all stroke play event on a PGA Tour. And people were very worked up about this. Uh, not Justin Thomas, though. Justin Thomas, who set the course record at 61, was matched by Rom a couple hours later with another 61. You know, it was quick to point out this is not because the ball is going to too far. Golf fans need to just understand what causes scores. I think everybody, they just see, oh, they're hitting it so far. No, that's why it's so low. It's like, no, it's so low because it's so soft. And you give us a soft conditions, fairways this big, 
course this short. Course this short, we're going to shoot nothing. Then if you give us not very much wind, we're going to shoot even lower. By the way, the course is like, what, 7,600 yards? 7,600 yards. So he got pilloried for that. I think a I got bit. It's a bunch of people were arguing with me that it's mostly downhill, and I explained that it could <laughs> yeah, all be good. downhill. <laughs> like, but the, just the, the ski course slope. Just doesn't, you just doesn't keep going go down. down to the ocean, and then they they ski lift you back up to the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, lift you back. <laughs> um. They got pretty cheeky with the graphics or, you know, this this is always an annual thing. The graphics, they talked about notable winners and added in like players and things like that. Not majors, all sorts of tour championship. Everyone kept getting crossed up about because the scores were so low. They kept pointing to DJ's win at the Deutsche Bank or the Northern Trust in Boston. But they called it the FedEx Invitational in Memphis. And you had guys on the air. Mark Rolfing says, you know, when DJ shot 30 under in Memphis, but it was that, so they couldn't keep up. You had every shot counts, which is like a thing like this FedEx Cup. Like every single shot counts to to make the FedEx Cup. Um, Big into the graphics there. What else do we have? Oh, this was end of 2021, but they were talking about it at at the start of this week. Do you remember Bryson saying he got tested for steroids? And he had this weird, it's this YouTube video. And he goes into this lab with paperwork. And I still found it on YouTube. Um, it was just a bizarre thing they were talking about still at the start start of this week. Such a weird, weird video, but they didn't show him getting tested. Such a weird thing to post. Morikawa was playing for world number one to knock off John Rahm. He had a chance to get world number one. He did not get it this week, nor did I think he got it the rest of the year. Um, couple other things we forgot about. Um, Phil was there. Phil and Bryson, this was allegedly where they were like recruiting guys pretty hard, right? You know, we're talking about it on the range. They're out there. Uh, ESPN Plus picks up on Harrison Phil, like talking to, they they said, Harrison Phil are extremely chatty out there. Lots of conversation. I guess they're talking about football. Phil loves sports. And then they cut in and Phil's like, they want equity. We want to own it. (laughs) Like they're talking about, you know, the NFL playoffs. There was something about Spieth. Talking to Phil about a concept, an interesting concept. It's, it's you know, interesting to hear about. So, like, this was obviously a lot of this sort of underhanded recruiting was going on out there. Uh, a couple of rules changes we just didn't really talk about that much after. Driver length. This is where that started to go into effect. You remember, obviously, those guys screaming about it at the end of 2021. Started this year. Kind of just, you know, was fine, right? Phil Nobody. kicking and screaming. Bryson. The only one time I ever saw much about it was like Brooke Henderson having to go down to 46. Um, and also greens reading books. There was a lot of content about guys being flummoxed with no greens reading books. Also a thing, you know, we just didn't have to hear about that much after like week one or two. Uh, you know, it, it was fine. Everybody survived and lived. Um, this is also very small in our universe. The boy from Bratislava sweatshirt Christmas card. The guy wore it to his family occasion. All of a sudden, it was a Christmas card that went out to everyone in his orbit. Um, and his BFB, <laughs> athletic department. Kind of ridiculous. Uh, what else? Bryson signed up for Lili, and everybody got real excited. He committed yes. to YLI this end of this week. Everyone's like, oh, this is going to be crazy. Obviously, you can cut corners there and stuff like that. People are going to be have fun with that. Uh, but that did not last. This we'll get to in, in your we'll section, I'm that. sure. 
Um, let me make sure I got everything here. And that's USGA real quick. It's a big deal in women's golf. Uh, they announced a title sponsor for the women's open pro meta pro media pro medica. Pro medica. They bumped the purse to 10 million. They said they were going to Riviera Inverness Piners number two as a back-to-back deal interlock in Oakland Hills a couple times. Uh, so that was a big deal. Bumping the purse to 10 million, almost doubling it. And then obviously announcing a bunch of cool new, uh, venues like Riviera. So that was, that was big news this week. Uh, I think that's it. Obviously Cam Smith won clipped around by it, by a shot and, and some crazy, crazy low scores. It was one of whatever four non live wins you'd get this year between the players, the open this and yes, last I mean, week. Australia. It was a great harbinger of what was to come with Cam Smith. You know, you didn't know it watching then, but this was the first sign that he was going to be one of the best players in the world without a doubt, you know, like yep. elite, yep. elite. Cause he, you know, Rom was really cooking. He was at his best and he was number one in the world and, and Smith just like beat him. Well, the big out. thing, big thing in my research was about this one was like that he gained strokes on Rom driving. And a lot of that was a lot of people were like, how does that work? That was his worst weakness last year it was like it was something to do with like the wide fairways right and and he was sort of but he gained, him... he gained a lot of distance too right right and and like rom could hit a fairway necessarily but obviously be in maybe not the best spot whereas cam smith um the putting both putting was like amazing but people kept talking about how he gained strokes on rom and driving which people were surprised by but yeah a harbinger that's your uh, toc new way to calculate Altitude drop-offs and rises, thanks to ESPN+. Plus. All right. This might be the last one of the day. We thought we were going to go further. I'm really struggling here. Um, okay. So Sony might be the last one here. Okay. We'll see. Um, this uh, So Bryson, you talked about how he committed to Wiley. This was a big deal. Um, and he WD'd, and it appeared that there was a net extension added. To the uh, to oh the range. yeah yeah small range they had a bunch of stuff put up right yeah but one of the things that what happened was he was asked he had switched to a normal hat at this point from the baseball cap from the from yeah. the Hogan cap he played it at Kapaloo I think with a with a baseball hat and people were asking him about the baseball hat and uh, here's uh, here's what he said I feel like I'm turning a bit of a page in my life. Oh, in my chapter and my book. Oh, God. I'm going to just start. I'm going to read that again. I feel like I'm turning a bit of a page in my life, in my chapter, and my book. What, what does that mean? Life, but also chapter, but also book. <laughs> okay. As I've always said, I'm, I'm always evolving and changing and growing and adapting. It's just yeah. another one of one of those things. I don't know if it'll be a thing to stay or if it pops up randomly, sometimes randomly with a normal driving cap. It's going to be one that is just going to keep you guys on edge, I guess. Oh, it just depends on what I feel like and what I'm comfortable with that week. That's about switching to a regular baseball hat. Oh, he's dramatic about everything. Okay. Um, Shane Lowry. Uh he committed to play Saudi Arabia and he got asked about it this week. I'm not a politician or something. He said, right? 
Look, obviously, there's no hiding from the people writing about this tournament or what they are saying about us going to play. But at the end of the day, for me, I'm not a politician. I'm a professional golfer. I earn a living for myself and my family and try and take care of those. And this is just a part of that. And I need to go there. So that his tune changed quite dramatically. Yeah. By Wentworth, he's winning Wentworth saying it's one for the good guys by September or whatever it was. Can I just say on the Bryson thing? I don't even know, like to tell you how much like no one cares. Like, I don't know what he wore the rest of the year. Like, did I like when he ran into the rope gallery rope? I couldn't use a regular hat. Right. Didn't care. Stop paying attention, but you know, keeping me on edge. Okay, go ahead. Um, Monday Q broke all the big money classic drama that was going on. If you remember, there was that big money classic mini tour event that had you know paid. promised all this money and and then did, wasn't paying people out. Didn't pay people. I think it. I think people. Everything's resolved at this point. But at the time, that was a big big story this week. Yeah. Um, Netflix uh, uh, play, uh, announces its players. So Netflix gets announced and the players list gets announced. Abe Answer, Daniel Berger, Cameron Champ, Jolie D, Tony Finau, Fitzy, Fleetwood, Ricky, Sergio, um, H- Harry Higgs, Homa, Hovland, DJ, Brooks, Morikawa, Kevin Na, Mito Pereira, Poulter, Shoffley, Spieth, JT, and Bubba. Now, it's quite interesting to look at that list now, mm-hmm. knowing what happened throughout the year, right? Mm-hmm. About half of it, half of it is either uh, either like conditional status on tour. Not That was not meant to be a shot at Higgs, but that was one that stood out to me was yeah. he, he lost his card. And then about the other half, uh, and half of it went to live. You got obviously Abe Answer, Brooks, um, Sergio, uh, DJ, Nah, Pereira. I guess Pereira hasn't gone yet. I don't. What is going on with that? I don't know. We'll see. In terms Pol- of storytelling, have a guy lose his card, and it sucks for Harry Higgs. And if the show actually does it, like it's a compelling story if they do it. You know, like not just all the ups and downs, like that kind of stress. So I, I, I don't know. They probably add him to the show to do you know hijinks and stuff, but it could be a kind of compelling story arc if they can tell it the right way. But, Absolutely. So. Big story of the week. Kevin Na and Grayson Murray. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> what so, an insignificant feud. I forgot about this. God. Kevin Na is is shooting. I think he shot 61 in the first round. Played unbelievable, but it's just taking forever. I'm just going to go through kind of the whole arc of this saga and uh, everything. You know, before all this broke out, Maybe Tron was uh, Tron was a little Nostradamus moment. Tron Carter of NLU tweeted the day before the tour needs to enforce the rules. Kevin Nash should have been penalized dozens of strokes today for slow play. I guess being in time position as a group and putting your playing partners in a shitty spot means you can break the rules on nearly every shot. Game of honor? Question mark. So, anyways, my my favorite part of this feud is how of an insignificant tweet started it all. Do you remember the tweet that started everything? It was 
It was Grayson, right? That instigated it and said, like, Kevin Na needs to move her. But you know the tweet, (laughs) what the tweet was that started. This was a feud with no winners or no good side. But what was it? Chantel McCabe tweeted, Kevin Na walking in putts does not get old. That's right. That's That's right. That's the tweet that started this whole thing. It wasn't Tron's the day before. Yeah. Yep. Chantel McCabe talking about Kevin Na walking in putts. <laughs> so Grayson goes over the top unprovoked. Kevin Na taking three minutes to putt them does get old. <laughs> the Na replies, you missing the cut is getting old. Which That's not really like a thing. That's not really a dig. I mean, I guess you're trying to say he makes, misses a lot of cut, but. The getting old part doesn't apply there unless you'd like him to make more cuts, Kevin. It's kind of a, you know, logically doesn't follow the same script, but go ahead. So anyways, not not then the rest of the weekend is just like enemy number one of Twitter. Everything's getting picked up. He asked Taylor Gooch to move. He was in like his periphery. He asked Taylor Gooch to move. Everybody freaked out about that. On like an approach shot or something, yeah, right? Yeah, shot. Not like Started a Started the routine over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Gooch was was uh, walked off a green and sat down on his bag on the next tee and was looking at his phone while Nah was taking like two and a half minutes to putt. That got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, attention. Um, anyways, Nah didn't win. Everybody was really happy about that. Uh, Hideki ended up beating Russell Henley in a playoff. So Henley shot 29 on the front nine and then like went just like completely into neutral on the back nine. Yeah, shot 36. Didn't he and have like Hideki, a 95% chance of winning or something crazy yeah. at the turn with, you know, nine more holes to go? He had a okay. five shot lead. Yeah. And Hideki shot 31 to get into a playoff with him. And then Hideki hit a three wood on the 18th hole with a three feet in the playoff. It was like early one of the shots of the year that people yep. will forget is that three wood. The three wood was amazing. Yep. So he hits it to three feet in the playoff. Um, and, uh, Oh, one last thing I forgot to, fi- forgot to mention. I got distracted on, on Netflix. Bryson was asked why he passed. Oh, on this being is in the best. Netflix documentary. <laughs> Here's his quote. There's a lot of great people on there. If I was to go on there, yeah, it would be cool to see. But I feel like there's a lot more interesting stories. You've got Harry Higgs. You've got numerous others. I don't want to take the light away from them for their potential to grow themselves in a manner that's unique to them. They have the opportunity to grow a lot more than I do in that regard. And then he talked about how he was going to focus in on YouTube and like his own YouTube channel. So magnanimous. I don't want to take the light away from them. I'm not doing it because I'm trying to lift my friends up, my former SMU teammates, the Harry Higgs of the world. That's why I'm not doing it. So that was Um, a great quote. A few odds and ends. Gino Bonelli, uh, the caddy for Jolie D, was uh, there's a video of him waiting in line at a concession stand for a hot dog during the tournament. And the hot dog was for Jolie D. This was also at Kapalua. Big thing was when they were getting the shuttle ride to the top of the mountain. And the guy, the shuttle driver was telling them like where to watch the best places to watch the event. A lot of people, that was a catnip moment because he thought they were just fans and not players. But go ahead. 
You were quite smitten on Monday. It was uh, you had, you drank yourself uh, into stupor the night before. What? Uh, on our Sunday recording, because it was Ben Roethlisberger's final NFL game. I was at with my family at like Nemecolon or something. It was MLK weekend. I was a, I was probably drinking too, but yes, come on. <laughs> I was happy about Ben Roethlisberger's last game, I suppose. Um, on a very sad note, hate to leave this on a sad note, but Tim Rosefort passed away. Also, yeah. a great yep. golf journalist. So there you go. That's uh, that's Sony. Do you want me to do Amex, or do you want yeah, to tap do out? Amex, and we'll, and then we'll you can tap just out listen. after that. All right, get through. All right, the American Express. We get off the Hawaiian over to the mainland for the, uh, I don't know, the former Bob Hope. This was actually a pretty good event <clears throat> for Amex standards, modern Amex standards. Rom number one. I, Nom- all I remember is Rom eviscerating it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Contest. Field makeup. Headlined by uh, this from our newsletter, world number one, John Rahm. Field features five of the top 20 and 16 of the top 50 in the world ranking. It's their best strength of field rating since 05. So they had a good field. It was a snooze fest otherwise, though. Just a, I should say the NFL, play, NFL playoffs were like incredible during these weeks. Like Hideki, Hideki winning that shot was like during, I think, the Chiefs Bills that Josh Allen Mahomes and like the tour was trying to tweet like it's halftime of the Bills Chiefs. You should watch the Sony Open. Like, like NFL playoffs were amazing right now. And this was, I know Hideki's finish was great, but. Like the Amex was a total clunker, like just not even more reason not to kind of tune in. Um, this week, catnip call of the week, Brentley Romine wrote about James Hart Dupree, the 6'10 uh-huh. South African who averaged 373 off the tee on the Sunshine Tour and occasionally gets it 140 miles per hour um, speed. Like just people worked up about him. I should add, I think he came in DFL. If not DFL, it was like second to DFL. But people were really worked up. He had a couple 400-yard drives. Very exciting. Uh, catnip call of the week. News of a new pack. New pack names for the Player Advisory Council. The PGA Tour came out, including world number one John Rahm, Patrick Cantley, and four-time major winner Brooks Kepka. Highlight the 16-member council. So Brooksy too long comes out. Yeah, pack. didn't you know he was joined by Paul Casey was also involved there along with the regulars like Billy Ho and Rue Knox, Graham McDowell also in there. No longer, I imagine. So Peppy Peter, Peppy Peter was in there. Yes, Trey Mullinax, Peter Malnati. Is he Justin like just like a? Does he even have to run against anybody? Permanent. Is he just like a? Unopposed, safe district. He just lives in a safe district. Just doesn't even have to Did put his name his on the ballot. This year? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a big one this week was Akshay. The start of the week on the Sunday to Wednesday, Akshay won in the Bahamas with his girlfriend on the bag. And they discussed how their relationship started with an Instagram direct message, which was fodder for the internet. Um, but yeah, he won 135 grand playing the Bahamas. And he was still 19, turned 20 the next week. Uh, I did notice. I did notice his girlfriend is still on the bag, as far as I could tell. The RSM seems like she's the still in the, the picture. Rest of the year didn't go that well. No, but, he did not play yeah. well. But this was—I don't know if you remember—he he needed birdie on eighteen, I think, or a par. He hit the flagstick from like a couple hundred yards away, and it settled like five inches from the cup. Like an amazing shot. Of course, it wasn't untelevised. That was a cell phone video from the Bahamas. But Akshay, big big win. Guess what? Peppy Peter finished last year in the FedEx Cup. <laughs> <laughs> try to remember if he picked off anything like a top five somewhere um 
130. No, no, no. 140. No, 91. 91. There you go. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing to get this courier. 92. 92, actually. You know, we went through this at Wyndham, but like, do you want me to run? Max McGreevy made six of 18 cuts and he was 125. So I guess, go ahead. What was his, what was Malnati's resume from last year? All right. He had two top 10, 31 starts, played 31 times. It's a lot. Volume shooter. Yep. Two top 10s, six top 25s, 20 made cuts at 31 events. Can we Ready get into for- the cross tabs there? Where were the top tens? I need to know. Was it like Riviera? I got you. I got it- you. Okay. All right. All right. Opposite field, silly season, Butterfield, Bermuda. Oh, T7. That was the yeah. one that required vaccination that nobody showed up to. <laughs> I don't think Kim Swan was in that one, though. So go ahead. AT&T, Byron Nelson. Is that did Husky Boy repeat there this year? I think so. I think that was a Husky back to back. Yeah, he slayed Spieth on Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. But again, yeah, T nine Force or Craig Ranch. That's what it was. T nine there. Here's another thing. Another event he cleaned up some points on the Mexico Open. Another extraordinarily weak field. T fifteen. Let's see what else he's got here. T11 at the 3M. Another extraordinarily weak field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 92. Good enough for 92. FedEx Cup. Missed the cut in the first round of the of the playoffs. There you go. The too, bad it wasn't the old, too bad it wasn't the old uh, playoff system. He might have been able to hang around for another round. <laughs> for a third of, yeah, second of that. Ah, the year in review for Peppy Peters, year in review. I like this. I'm glad that we get this little divergence. Um, all right. Again, from also from Amex Week. This was when we had the Abu Dhabi at the Yas Links, which is what, like Kyle? Uh, Kyle Phillips. Phillips, which was like, it was, it was windy bl- as shit. Blowing 40, a lot of humps and bumps in this layout. It was really good. Really cool watch. Uh, Thomas Peters won it. Uh Tyrrell Hatton was involved. Rory was just like battling through these 40 mile an hour winds. Cool event. Tyrrell had to take his hat off because it was so windy. He also said the 18th hole quote needed to be blown up. It must be one of the worst par fives I've ever seen in my life. Uh, He was really pissed about the length, which was 646 yards. He later added that all par fives should be reachable in two (laughs) and really mad about a bunker in the driving area. So that was Hatton. 18th hole should be blowing up. Trifecta. Centerline bunker should be reachable in two. <laughs> All par fives should be reachable in two. And it should be blown up. Uh, but yeah, that was a good event. Thomas Peters won the Yas Links, the Abu Dhabi HSBC. Uh, back on the PGA West, you, we argued, I think you argued that it, it was the better island hole. But the PGA Tour has just rammed down Sawgrass's island hole you know, to suit their own elevated status. Alcatraz. Or, it's, yeah. got a good, it's got a better name, too. <laughs> Yeah. Hudson Swafford wins. Nobody remembers that or seemed to care. Like, again, so it was this a is the last of a relevant Sunday. moment uh, before waiting outside TPC Southwind with, uh, with uh, Taylor. With Taylor, Taylor Gooch. Um, 
you know, everybody made the Harris English jokes, Hudson Harris, but they have the broadcaster at one point got confused. He started in, he's like, this uh, 20 footer for Harris. I mean, Hudson, like actually, uh, maybe it was. Weren't they playing attempt. together? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> this was uh, Rom, obviously the most notable moment. He was caught cussing by a cell phone video. What a piece of shit fucking setup. It's a putting contest week. Storming off one of the greens. To which Joe LaMagna also added, nobody talks about it, but the amateurs giving these guys lines, we never really talk about that. Does that play into the low scores? Some of the amateur events, uh, amateur playing partners. But yeah, that ROM outburst was sort of the only memorable moment. Sabo started wearing the Panama hats or whatever they're called, the floppy Panama hats. You know, I said, Bratislava sheet comes to the Coachella Valley. Lee Hodges was your leader after like 54 holes. You remarked about how he was sponsored by a local like Opelika or Auburn auto dealership, Ford dealership or something was on his shirt. He was leading uh, 54 holes at a PGA Tour event. Lee Hodges. Not sure. We may need a Lee Hodges lineup like we had an Adam Shank lineup. I wonder how many listeners could pick out Lee Hodges. Phil made you know, a nine. What's funny is I, I watched Lee Hodges years ago at the Western Am, and I still couldn't I pick him out now. Phil made a nine on a par four. This is Phil playing yet again, but uh, he was horrible. He was bad at Kapalua. Only DL3, James Hart Dupree's, and Jonas Blixt were worse. So he finished you know about fifth to last. Uh, Furick won the Rookie of the Year on the Champions Tour. They announced this out at Huayalai. And we were just flabbergasted by like, how do you have a rookie of the year for the Champions Tour? The guys who just turned 50 are the best players on the tour. You should give it to the oldest guy on the tour. Like, what a nonsensical award. Rookie of the year for the Champs Tour. Jim Furyk wins that at Huayalai. Then I gave a speech about it. Who do you think going to be the rookie of the year this year? Sink. Stu Sink is going to mop the floor with those guys. Um uh, what else? Oh, Golf Saudi distributed an official press release. They they did the press release to tell the world they had erected a fence at the rear of the range to prevent Bryson DeChambeau's monster warm-up tee shots. So we had a press release about an extra driving range fence to contain Bryson. To contain Bryson them in like, from going into the desert. And a going PR, like phone call, teleconference call for the Saudi event. He said something about how Chris Pratt, the actor, had helped him get through like some dark times. He goes, Chris Pratt helped me out a bit through a really difficult time. He said, play a fictional character for a while. I know you're not happy. You're in a very, very difficult spot, but you just act like you're acting for a little bit. And as time has gone on, it went away. I became myself again. So, you know, we have turning new pages and chapters and books and acting in a play. And, and that's how he's rediscovered himself. Um, thanks to Chris Pratt. Uh, PGAtour.com was a complete mess. We do this every every year in part one of the year in review, but the gambling guys were really pissed off about it. Just never loaded, always got the error message, like the nav bar with, was messed up or bad gateway. It was just a disaster through this first month of the season. The gambling guys were really angry about it. I would add we probably were as well. Uh, on the LPGA, Annika... Played in the celebrity division of that tournament of champions, whatever it's called, the Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. She she went to a playoff against Derek Lowe on the celebrity <laughs> celebrity side of the champions. Who won? She Derek Lowe beat her, I guess, in a playoff. And we were worried. I think there was something like, were they going to show that on TV and the playoff would run long in the celebrity side? But they did not. Danielle Kane won uh, the pro event as music blared. And she talked about how she couldn't play in cold and start practicing more and 
bulky clothes to get better in the cold. Uh, and Woozy announces as he's out of the Masters. We'll leave that on a sad note this week. He said he's no longer going to play the Masters this week at the MX. He makes that announcement. That's all I got for uh, your annual Palm Springs stop. Little Abu Dhabi, little Akshay, and a little Hudson Swafford. So that does it. You done? Let's pick I'm up. Uh, pick I got, up. I got. I got to tap out. Part five. Maybe not a five parter. If we're cutting off after three events, maybe it'll six, seven. But you know, illness and uh, you know, unexpected <laughs> snow days have got one. Got one in. our plans here. Got yeah, one, there we go. One. We'll pick this up. Had to get had to get the legs warm again. 